Today is Sunday, November 20th, 2022, and this... This fucking Las Vegas almost didn't make it on the fucking itinerary there. We said we gotta fucking do Vegas because we've never played here. You guys kicked your fucking ass. It is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 853. Las Vegas, you know! I'm just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. How are you today? Uh. <laughs> I love your unbridled enthusiasm. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I'll be under a blanket for the next six months. That's cool. I'm very time. into nesting right now. I like a good nest. All right. Well, from our nest, we will discuss the ups and downs of the world of Las Vegas tourism. And that'll be fun. That'll keep us warm and toasty. Okay. All right. Before we jump into a whole shit ton of news this week, let's thank some new and returning patrons. This podcast is listener supported, and we would like to welcome and welcome back the following fine folks. James Broshak, Jesse King, Arnold Knightley, Jason Haley, and Casey Tripp. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the podcast through Patreon. We do appreciate it. If you would like to join these amazing, wonderful people, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash five hundy. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you. And we do appreciate your support. Uh, for new folks at the uh, $10 and higher level, since the pins went out, I will be getting another shipment out for uh, for those folks very soon. I'm using the word folks a lot today, apparently. Mm. That's something. Anyway, thanks to all of our patrons. You guys are awesome. Okay, lots and lots of news from the last two weeks since we didn't do a show last week. It feels longer than that. Does it? Yeah. I have no sense of time anymore. Lots of news since our last show. Uh, Palazzo has opened. <laughs> not quite that long? No. Okay. Uh, let's talk, let's start with food. We've been talking about this new food hall that's going to be opening at Aria called Proper Eats. They've been slowly announcing the 12 food and beverage options that will be available there, and they have announced a couple more. I have a question. Yes. Is Proper Eats British Proper or MC Hammer Proper? I hope it's MC Hammer Proper. I like that better. Well, I don't know that I have anything against the British version, but I feel like MC Hammer-esque slang is due for a comeback, mm-hmm. and Proper would be amongst the... What other... Does MC Hammer have any other... He used to drop proper in a lot. Like, that mm-hmm. was his punctuation. That was his thing, yeah. All right, proper eats opening in December. Former buffet space at Aria. Previously, you may recall, we discussed the... Uh, most recently, the, the restaurants that were announced were Shalom Y'all, Pizzaoki, Pizza... Pizzaoki. Not karaoke, but Steve Aoki. Yeah. yeah. Lola's Burgers. 
uh, Wexler's Deli, Tamaki Bar, Egghead, and Soulbird. They have also announced this week a ramen restaurant called Laughing Buddha. I, it seems like ramen is a big thing right mm-hmm. now. I mean, there have been a bunch of ramen places, but lately it seems like... There's more of a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. So they will have one at Aria in their food hall. Uh, the name of their center bar at the food hall is going to be Proper Bar. They announced that. And they also announced a donut place called Easy Donuts. However... This excites you. For the eagle-eyed observers who saw the uh, press photo that went out, the mm-hmm. announcement photo, on the donut box, it says Easy Donuts, but if you zoom in on that logo, in between the letters of the word easy are the letters of the word speak. Mm. And if you if you recall, not so long ago, one of my million-dollar ideas was that there should be other uses for speakeasies beyond bars because that trend is so played out. And they're only open typically, you know, in late the, night, in the yeah. evenings and late night. So perhaps they could do a combination speakeasy. I think I said coffee shop, donut shop, that kind of thing. And here we go. That seems to be what they're doing. Hmm. Details have not been released on the specific specifics of that. And it's not really that great of a speakeasy if you're announcing it in a press release. But um, they aren't, didn't they Aren't didn't all announce speakeasies announced in a press release in Vegas pretty lately? Much, pretty much. Uh, so I'm curious to see if that's what this is. If they have, because I know there was a reference on their website for a while that they would have a speakeasy. I wonder if this will be a bar at night, coffee shop in the morning, or how this will work. Hmm. They haven't been specific. The discussion in the uh, official announcement was solely about that they would have coffee and donuts. It didn't. It didn't discuss this semi-secretive aspect of it. So we shall see. But I was like, ooh. One of my I'll... ideas came to came to fruition for once. Yay. I know. Oh, I will have to compare their donuts to District Donuts at Cosmo just for oh, science. Oh, you can do it side by side because yeah. they're close enough where it wouldn't be that big of a deal to, to get samples from both mm-hmm. and try them. I like your thinking. We'll do that for science and for the podcast. We'll take that bullet for our listeners and compare and contrast sometime. All right, speaking of food halls, there is one opening downtown Las Vegas as well at Fremont. This has been in the works for a while. They've been building out an expansion of the casino floor, and part of that is a new food hall. It's kind of a it's So food hall usually is, you know, a nicer food court. Right. Like food court's always like the chain fast food places, mm-hmm. where a food hall, it's usually places that aren't as... Common. Yeah, you don't you don't see them everywhere. This is they're calling it a food hall. It seems like a bit of a hybrid because they do have some of your everyday chains, including Steak and Shake, which of course is a very popular burger chain. Uh, Huey Magoo's, which we mentioned previously, that's a chicken tender place, kind of like Raising Cane's, uh, and then Duncan. Everybody knows that for donuts. But then they also have... I don't need to do a scientific comparison for Duncan. I, I no. Know. Yeah. No, that doesn't need to be in the mix. Uh, there are three other places, though, that are a bit more food hall-esque, the kind of places you might find at Aria's Food Hall or Cosmo's Food Hall. One is called Roly Roddy, Raleigh, Raleigh Roddy. I don't know what the fuck they're going for with I'm gonna this. I'm going to say Roly Roddy. 
Roly Roti. It's a. Uh, it appears to be based on a San Francisco food truck that serves rotisserie chicken and porchetta. Uh, we'll see what their menu offerings are here, but that's what they have on their website. There's another one called Craft Kitchen, which has a location in Henderson, Nevada. That is breakfast sandwiches and salads at their current location. And then there's a noodle bar called the Tomo Noodle. Tomo noodles. Words are hard today. <laughs> That's out of San Clemente, and they are ramen and dumplings. Again, the ramen More trend. ramen. Yeah. Yep. So not a bad uh, combination of options at Fremont. It's good to have variety, and I think downtown could use a few more quick options like this. So, yeah, it's probably a good addition to downtown. Mm -hmm. So that is coming in mid-December, and, yeah, might try one or two of those. We'll see. If we ever get back to Vegas. I know. I mean, that... The thing is, it's, we were there in, what, September? It feels like it six feels months like ago. so much longer. Yeah. It's because we don't have anything on the calendar yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. One other place that I wanted to talk about that that is not a food hall that may be happening, and this is just odd to me. Um, I, found, I found a reference to a coming soon um, for a sushi franchise location for a place called Rock and Roll Sushi. I mm-hmm. don't believe it's related to... There used to be a place called Rock and Roll Sushi by um, Tacos El Gordo. Oh, yeah. In that strip mall. I think this is... It doesn't have the same branding and stuff, so I think it's different than that. Okay. And that's not there anymore. This is a franchise. They're opening up um, in different locations. They're expanding. Most of them right now are in, I believe, the southeast, but they're expanding. And on their website, they're listing an address for a Vegas location of 116 North Fremont Street. There's no building there currently. Hmm. That's that strip of land that El Cortez owns between Fremont Street and the Ogden. Like they have their, they have a big sign that points at El Cortez. Oh, okay, yeah. Um and then there's I think there might be some parking there. For hmm. a while they had a a very brief time they had an outdoor pop-up wine bar a few years ago that hmm. we discussed. But the land really doesn't get used for anything. Um, so I don't know if they're planning on putting some stuff in there or if this is, I don't know. It's its, it's odd that that address is showing up. How close is it to, is it Ichiban Sushi that's also like sort of related to I know, to so that's the thing. I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah. So that would be kind of weird. Because you can use your comps there, right? Yeah. And the like I said, the land is owned by... Cortez. So I don't know. It seems odd. Yeah. But I thought I'd mention it may be happening. And then I thought, well, maybe they got the address wrong and it's 116 South. But 116 South, which is just a couple blocks away, is like the parking garage for um, where like Hennessy's and, and those oh, okay. bars yeah, are. Yeah. It's like the, um, Fremont Street parking. So that's not it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see if it ever happens. I couldn't find any permits related to this, but... Yeah, it just seems weird to have two sushi places that close together and kind of like right affiliated related to, yeah. I thought it was odd too, so we'll see if it ever happens. But something I stumbled upon and I thought it was somewhat interesting that perhaps they would build something there. I hope they don't get rid of that that El Cortez sign. It's a cool sign. Yeah, it is a cool sign. And I don't like to see any neon disappearing downtown. Speaking of Neonopolis. Speaking of neon. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, we've been talking about Neonopolis a lot and I do have to give them credit because for years, you know, we would see those articles every nine months that said, 
hey, Neonopolis is going to be a thing, and they're probably due for another one of those. But at this point, they are actually filling up. Uh, they do have a lot of stuff there now. I don't know whether anybody's going to it or if any of it will stay open. <laughs> but That is always opening. a question with Neonopolis. Right, I know. So they have announced some more stuff. It's two related. Well, it's it's one venue that has sort of two aspects to it. This is going to be on the top floor. I think they still have signs up for the former Telemundo TV studios. Mm -hmm. They're going to be using that space for this. And it's going to be a combination uh, restaurant and bar called Crash and Burn. And they'll have some games and stuff in there too. They have like duck pin mini bowling and some arcade machines and stuff. There are three bars in that space, or there will be. Uh, But then they're going to have an attraction as part of this that will be on the roof so I don't know if they'll have an elevator or stairs that go from uh, Crash and Burn up to this thing called Erodium, which is sort of like that indoor skydiving place over by the convention center. I don't know if that's still there or not, but it used to get a lot of attention. Yeah, it was on like every Travel Channel show yeah. that would come out at that time. Yeah. Essentially, it's a big fan that's kind of netted in, and mm-hmm. you go in there in a big skydiving suit, like a big puffy skydiving suit, and... There's somebody else in there with you that mm-hmm. knows what they're doing, and it's it's supposed to recreate the feeling of skydiving without the actual act of skydiving. Uh huh. So it's a big, I think, like an air an airplane hangar jet engine Not fan jet. Yeah. or some shit. Not a hangar, that would be huge. Um, so they're planning on doing something like that up on the roof, and in fact, their plans call for one of the fan machine things right away when they open, and then a second one to be added later. Apparently, they think it's going to be quite popular. Maybe it will. I don't know. Um, will the um, participants in the skydiving thing be providing food for crash and burn? I would hope that they would have protective netting over the fan itself. Okay. And that they wouldn't um, serve. <laughs> now, having it on the roof above the restaurant. Mm-hmm. That would be efficient if people got ground up in the fan and just <laughs> filtered right down to the restaurant kitchen. And that is how the sausage gets made. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to try that sausage. Uh, so yes, those things are coming soon. There's still plans for the polar coaster on the roof as well, which we discussed a while ago and we discussed years ago for um, yeah. uh, Tropicana was the location originally. But then, yeah, that's supposed to happen on the roof at Neonopolis as well. So we shall see. I'm skeptical. You know, I have been remiss in wandering through Neonopolis the last couple of times we've been in Las Vegas, and I you've always meant to, and then you're like, oh, it's Neonopolis. I know, I, really I know, go. but I think I need to do that at night sometime to see if there's actually any activity happening there. Now that there are several places, and the direction that they're going has been more, um, you know, bars and and attractions and things like that. Is that, that where the axe throwing place is? Yeah, that's been there for a yeah. while now. So. I don't know, maybe... Banger Brewing, which... That's been there for a while. But then they've got uh, Cat's Meow, the karaoke place. They've got Don't Tell Mama in there. And there are a couple other places that have announced that are in the process of opening uh, Mm -hmm. for bars and restaurants. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I guess it's it's good that they're finally getting some activity. Hopefully, they will actually be able to stick around for the sake of that place. I'm still skeptical because it's such a horribly designed building. And Mm -hmm. to get people... Like, you don't know what's in there. Um, they don't do a great job of promoting what's inside. So, time will, and they have a shitty website too. It's like hmm. really old and poorly maintained. Anyway, time will tell. Good luck to them. And Netscape 1.0 kind of. Yeah, it seems like it. Hmm. 
All right, let's move on to some entertainment stuff that's going to be happening in Las Vegas. There was an announcement this week, or last week, I guess, for a new show coming to Venetian. Uh, musical theater hasn't historically done great on the Las Vegas Strip. A few shows have done okay. Mamma Mia lasted a while. Phantom lasted for mm-hmm. a fair amount of time, but a lot of them come and go quickly. So it seems like the resorts have shied away from that as as a, an entertainment option. This might be the way to go. Venetian is bringing in a, uh, I believe it was on Broadway, a musical uh, that is for a seven-week engagement. So they're not trying to do like a long-term, this is our show. It's seven weeks, come and go. I would say a show, maybe not necessarily this show, because I I have a lot of questions about this show. All right, so, well, I don't know. Our our longtime friend of of the podcast, Dave Lifton, posted on the Facebook group that it's a good fit for Las Vegas. I don't know if he's seen it, but... um, So we'll see. It's called Six. I was not familiar with this show, not being one who closely follows musical theater. Mm Mm-hmm. It Which is, is where Dave comes in. It is becoming a... Uh, it's go, so, so like I said, seven weeks beginning on March 21st, 2023. Here's the description of the show. From Tudor queens to pop icons, the six wives of Henry VIII... When was he married to a pop icon? I don't know. Take the... I think he was married to one of the Spice Girls. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, because there's, there's a reference here at the end. Uh, take Take the microphone... To remix 500 years of historical heartbreak into a euphoric celebration of 21st century girl power. Does that sound the least bit interesting? Well, are they going to have Anne Boleyn's head do a number? There's a song on the soundtrack called Off With Your Head. Okay. So it could be. Speaking of the soundtrack, I pulled a clip if you're interested in hearing what this musical, just to get a taste of this musical. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. That seems fun. Uh huh. All right. So. I have additional questions. So Jane Seymour died in childbirth, or not in childbirth? She died from complications well, there you go. That's of childbirth. I, he was married to Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Uh huh. Okay. I didn't know that. That'll be an interesting scene. Um, there was one woman where he didn't consummate the marriage because he thought she was too ugly. Okay. Well, that doesn't seem very... I don't know a lot about Henry VIII. This is... And um, he had, like, a nasty, nasty leg with... A nasty leg? Yeah, like, he got a jousting wound or something, and it never really healed, so he was, like, oozing for the rest of his life. Like a literal jousting wound? This isn't, like, some kind of weird... Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it was... <laughs> several hundred years ago, so that's what they did for fun. Sounds like quite a character, that Henry Mm -hmm. VIII. I'm sure they'll do something uplifting with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show's going to be running Tuesdays through Sundays, two shows on Saturday and Sunday. Tickets are $72 to $180, all in through Ticketmaster. If anybody does check this out when it's in Las Vegas, we'd love a review. Yes. Curious how it will be. Was there... um were there additional songs that you were able to access, I, or just only, that one? I, that's okay. the only one I pulled, yeah. Sounds like a good time, though. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I have songs for some of our other uh, oh, good. entertainment. Good, good. So, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on Henry VIII and the musical Six? No. All right, we'll see how that does. Good luck to Venetian. Hope that they do well. I mean, I like the idea of bringing in 
something short term. Yeah, I do too. It's it. There are pros and cons to it because, yeah. of course, the cons for visitors are if there's something that you're interested in seeing, but it, it doesn't coincide with when you are able yep. to go, then you're out of luck. But that's kind of the case with anything, even yeah. long-term even residency, residencies. Yeah, they don't always time out. So, speaking of residencies, this one's been rumored for a while. Garth Brooks has announced his plus one residency at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Not his first residency go around. You may recall about 10, 12, 13 years ago, something like that. He did a residency at Wynn. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much just him. Yep. Uh, that one. This is a little bit different in that he... Depending, Sounds more of a storyteller's thing, right? It was. And yeah. I think there's going to be some aspect of that here. It's uh, the, the idea is that every show is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Some shows he may have one band member. Some shows yeah. he might have a full band. Mm-hmm. Some shows he might have his wife doing some songs with him. Mm-hmm. So... You don't know what you're going to get, which for uh, a diehard fan of an artist, that's a great that's way to see cool. something. It is yeah. really cool. I'm not a Garth Brooks guy, but I like if I were a fan of his, I would be really psyched for this and I'd probably mm-hmm. want to get tickets for multiple dates. Yep. He's doing 27 shows in May, June, July, November, and December. So this is uh, a pretty solid residency, not one of those like six date deals or, mm-hmm. you know... Um, so yeah, let's see. Other than the the fact that no two songs will be or no two shows will be alike, um, you know, what else are they saying about this? Oh, they're doing the verified fan sale thing, oh, which is don't get me started on that. <laughs> Ticketmaster is very popular lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you haven't signed up already, you're gonna have to wait until after the on sale to see if anything's left still available. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually relieved that. We didn't get verified, so we didn't have to sit on the computer for like twelve hours only to be booted out for Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, yeah. it would have been a it would have been quite an ordeal. Mm-hmm. I'm still confident that we'll end up seeing her. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm feeling I'm feeling okay about it. Some, okay, something will happen. Yeah, either additional shows or or a second round of tour dates or something. You'll hit mega bucks and be able to afford the yeah, $30,000 someone's charging for tickets. Yeah, that's <laughs> nonsense though. It, yeah. And I I, I I get annoyed when someone will, there haven't been, I'm surprised there hasn't been anything on the Facebook group where someone will post like, look, they're selling these for $90,000. But are people no, paying that? They're pricing them at that. It doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Sell me, show me a, you know, that somebody paid that much and then I'll be astounded. But mm-hmm. uh, all right, so yeah, they're doing the verified fan thing. If you haven't signed up, you're screwed. Uh, visit Ticketmaster for details. They'll probably be doing the dynamic pricing thing too, so yeah, you don't really you'll it, really get gouged then. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's when like something like this, I have no idea what they're charging. Mm-hmm. It is funny. I was thinking back to when he did the Win Residency, and originally tickets for the Win Residency in I think it was 2009 were 125 bucks, and then they did a <laughs> second round uh-huh. of shows about a year later. And at that point, they raised them to 250 and there mm-hmm. was outrage. And now... Now it's like, that would just be nothing. <laughs> it seems a little quaint. And I've become so numb to ticket pricing for big shows mm-hmm. and, and how... I don't even blink anymore. I'm just like, yep, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So... If you really want to see somebody, that's... Yeah. yeah. It's just the way of the world for big... Especially arena and coliseum... Or uh, arena and uh, stadium shows yeah. now. So... All right. Oh, hey, I did. I did actually pull. See, we've been talking about Garth Brooks this whole time. Mm-hmm. And even though we did this 
you know, in 2009 or 2010, I did pull a couple tracks. Now, the difficulty with with Garth Brooks is that his catalog is so vast is not available on most streaming services. Oh, really? I yeah, did not know that. Uh, so I had to I had to go with the one Garth Brooks album that I own. It's called Greatest Hits, and I pulled a couple clips off that in case you're not familiar with Garth's work. Are you surprised I own one Garth album? Are you trolling me? No this is him. You don't remember? No. Is this Chris Gaines? Yeah. You are my I don't know if we'll be doing this one as part of the show. Wouldn't that be amazing if you got tickets to see him at the Coliseum and one show was all Chris Gaines? Oh my Holy God. fuck, that would be amazing. My angel so here's... This is the only Garth Brooks in my collection. I but know, is it Garth Brooks? I know um, Eric Shaw was hoping I'd sing along, but I have to be honest, I don't even know the lyrics to these. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this, this is a good one, I will say. It's, it's, it's worth the build up here. Okay, is it? Oh my Christ! <laughs> okay, we'll stop. <laughs> please, please stop. Oh, oh. Uh, there you go, Chris. Um, Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks coming to the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Oh, wow. Twenty-seven shows next year. Another residency that is coming to Las Vegas, fresh off of a stint at the Coliseum, is Keith Urban. He just did. He filled in for some of those canceled Adele dates. And by the way, Adele has started her residency. Yes. And the first show got great reviews. Yep. So glad that she's... Didn't she like disappear? Th- like there was some sort of illusion where she... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Was there? Were there any tigers? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. I know there was a big waterfall. I saw something about yeah. that. I didn't know she disappeared. Well, she disappeared before this part of the residency. Yeah. That's for sure. Yep. Anyway, uh, Keith Urban filled in for a few of those shows at Coliseum, but he has moved over to Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood, for his next run of shows. He's going to be doing 16 dates in pretty much in March and June. I think there might be one or two in July as well. And, yeah, he's done a couple stints. In addition to the eight shows at the Coliseum, he did 12 shows in 2019 there as well. Tickets for this are 139 bucks and up, all in through Ticketmaster. If you're looking at getting general admission, uh, you're looking at paying about 240 bucks. So most of the tickets fell in kind of the two to two and three hundred dollar ranges. Mm-hmm. So um, did I pull? Oh yeah, I did pull a couple clips of his. Okay. And they're actually him. I mean, like he doesn't have a Chris Gaines alter ego. Not. Ooh, this one's a little, little banjo heavy. A little too banjo forward for my taste, but uh. Keith Urban seems like a talented dude. We saw him do a song or two at the Billboard Awards. Yep. A long time ago. There's a new wind blowing like I've never known. I'm breathing deeper than I've ever done. And it sure feels good. He got a little too much twang, which is totally a put on. He's not even, he's from Australia, isn't he? Yeah.
Keith Urban, he'll do well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's done it before. He's doing it again. If you're a Keith Urban fan, you can get tickets now. All right, one more quick note. And you note. won't have to hear someone singing along with him. Does he wear a cowboy hat? I don't know. I don't remember seeing him with a cowboy hat, so at least he's not... He has distinctive hair. At least he's not doing the whole dress-up thing. Hmm. He's putting on the... Long Hot Summer's a good song. Did you pull uh, that one? No, I have Somebody Like You and Urban Fighter. Huh. And you'll think of me as very wow, slow. Wow, look at you. Where, the, those where are is, like the two Keith Urban songs I know. How do you know those? Because we saw him do Long Hot Summer. Oh, okay. And then, I don't know, you'll think of me was just like around. Just in the ether? In the ether, oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't know. Maybe I'd recognize him if I heard him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't mind. I wouldn't go see him, but I don't mind Keith Urban. Like, as a... He's not like... As an entity. Full-on bro country. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that anyway, moving along. Something we are looking forward to is the rumored U2 residency at MSG Sphere. Still not announced, still not official, but Bono has been doing press for his book and has been. Oh, re- oh has he? Been <laughs> releasing a few details <laughs> here and there. And the latest rumor is that the shows will begin on September 29th and 30th. So that would be the opening of MSG sphere if they're ready to go. And then you'd be doing a dozen, or they would be doing a dozen Friday and Saturday shows on non-consecutive weekends, according to the review mm-hmm. journal. So we shall see if that plays out. But if you're wondering about timing, we're looking at next fall and probably early 2023. So I'm curious how that will unfold and how mm-hmm. tickets, tickets will be fucking nuts for that too because they're not going to yeah. tour it all in 2023 so we'll see how that goes have you been enjoying the bono press tour for his book i've uh, uh it's fine i've been most of this I, i've only seen like one or two interviews most of them have i've been reading there have been some things i've been reading but mm-hmm. um i might yeah, i might have to get the audio book on that one because yeah. oh yeah it'll be comical and I th- yeah i think i'd be entertained by it so anyway, when that's officially announced, we'll discuss it further, or if there are additional developments before the official announcement, maybe we'll talk about those as well. There's another single-day festival coming to the Las Vegas Festival Grounds on Las Vegas Boulevard in Sahara. You may recall they had that recent, um, what was that thing called? When We Were Young Festival, yeah. and they've announced another one for next year. That one actually had music. Oh. Okay, I look forward to your thoughts on this next one. This that's one, pretty much my thought. There's another one coming in May... May 13th, 2023. So far, they've just announced one day. You might recall with uh, when we were young, they did one day and then they repeated it like three times. This one, so far, they've just announced one day, but they've they sold out right away. So you'd think maybe they would do a second day if the majority of bands were available, and I have a feeling they are. Uh, the festival's called Sick New World. It is already sold out. And this is dozens of mostly new metal bands. This is extremely not my jam. If it is yours, go right ahead, but it is not my jam. It is a, a stacked lineup if you are into that kind of thing. Some of the band names, if you're not familiar with the new metal genre, but may recognize some of the band names. System of a Down, Corn. They do not have the juice, by the way. Who does not have the juice? Corn. Okay. Uh, Deftones, Incubus, Evanescence. Evanescence would be okay. They have a melody. Papa Roach. Yeah, a friend of mine and I who talk about music a lot, we were 
looking at the list of bands and mm-hmm. challenged each other to find one that we would consider seeing. Mm-hmm. And we both agreed on Evanescence because they have at least a chance to not suck. <laughs> Uh, Papa Roach, KMFDM, Ministry. A couple of these are like Ministry and Ministry's like more goth, aren't they? Yeah, there's a f- few of those that are don't really quite fit. Um, Hoobastank, I don't know know how they ended up. I'm only familiar with their single, The Reason. Yes, uh, maybe they have a new metal side to them. Don't know, don't care, don't like either. You haven't dived deeper into their catalog, nor, nor will I. Uh, Body Count, that's Ice T's group, mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of others. There's dozens of bands. If you're interested. SickNewWorldFest.com. Like I said, it, it's already sold out, but there will be plenty of tickets available on StubHub. I know before a lot of those festivals, like the week before, you can find people are trying to get rid of them on Reddit mm. um, because they were planning on going and for whatever reason they can't travel or yep. things change. So if you really want to go, you can still get tickets. So that's happening. Um, so yeah, not not a fan of of this one. I no, this no, that's just not it's aligned not like with u- my interests. Uber aggressive, like it reminds me of Woods. The it's Woodstock just like 99 really thing. loud, and well, I don't mind loud. I don't either, but it doesn't like. I go see, you know, we've seen Metallica. That's been plenty. Yeah. So I, there's a certain uh, areas of metal that I like, and mm-hmm. when when this became a thing, I was like, oh, yeah, not good. But, pe- but it's got a big audience, so... I like things that are more melodic. Clearly, it's sold out, so they've got a big audience. Yeah. So enjoy yourselves. We'd love a review afterwards if you go. True. Uh, yeah. Okay. Moving along to other things. You might remember, a few weeks back, we discussed a thing coming to Resorts World. I think it just opened, called Enchant. It's like a holiday village experience. They're taking it a step farther. That is, that particular event is sponsored by Hallmark Channel, which, of course, is in full Christmas mode. Have you watched any of the Christmas movies yet this year? I have not yet. I'm not into the holiday thing yet. No, me neither. We'll see if I... <laughs> Some we'll, years, I'm just like, ugh, we'll over end up, it. We'll end up watching. I'm sure we'll end up watching, because those movies are hilarious. Oh, yeah. Regardless, but... So, yeah, the, the Hallmark Channel's in full Christmas mode, and they are sponsoring... A, um, I don't know how many of these they're doing, but they have some Christmas-themed suites for a limited time at, at Resorts World, Las Vegas Hilton at Resorts World. And they in the picture, they look pretty impressive as far as how decked out they are. It's mm-hmm. not like a hastily thrown together like string of shitty lights and half-assed Christmas tree. Yeah. It's a... We'll see. I don't, well, we won't see because we're not going to go, but right. I'm curious. If, God, if any of our listeners do this, I would love a full-on review. Um, but, but okay, here, why would you go to Vegas and sit in your hotel room and watch Hallmark Christmas movies? I I can do that at home. People are doing it. There were a lot of dates. I pulled up the calendar. Mm -hmm. It started this weekend and it goes through, uh, New Year's Eve. There are a lot of dates in December that are not available. And okay. So here's, here's the deal. They've got a Christmas tree and wreaths and all kinds of decorations, a tinsel ceiling, They're going to have, in your room, you'll have popcorn and movie snacks as well as hot chocolate and wine and a selection of new and classic Hallmark Christmas movies. I don't know, the way that they phrase that makes it sound to me like they don't actually have the Hallmark channel there and they're going to give you a stack of DVDs or something, (laughs) but I don't know. Uh, How much would you pay (laughs) for this experience? Not as much as they're charging. All in with taxes and resort fees and all that stuff. $1,500. 
We're looking at 958 bucks a night and up. No. And this isn't like a, ma- I don't know, I think it's like a two-room suite. It's not like a massive. Yeah. No, I. But Does it again, have its own hot tub? No, I don't think there's any of that. But you, looking at the December calendar, there were a lot of dates that were already taken. So people are doing it. So yeah, the idea is you'll sit in your room and watch Hallmark movies and it'll be quaint and awesome and I, I don't know. I like the idea of a temporary, temporarily themed room package mm-hmm. like this, not necessarily at this price point. Right. I was trying to remember, I, I feel like um, 10 or 12 years ago, Mandalay Bay did some sort of sponsored thing and I don't remember if it was a vodka company or somebody. They had some sort of themed rooms in my brain. I couldn't find the, Yeah. I couldn't find the references to it in our show notes, even though I'm fairly sure we talked about this. Um, but I like this idea of having, whether it's seasonal or some sort, even if it is a corporate mm-hmm. sponsorship crossover, if it's something that's kind of interesting, yeah, I like the idea of it. So we'll see. Maybe we'll see more of this if it works out. seems like it's working out, considering that a lot of the dates are sold. Of course, they may just have one room. I don't even know. Hmm. They, they're pretty vague on that. They're doing it in a couple other cities as well. If you are not able to get to Las Vegas and want to do this, check out San Diego and Chicago. Details are available on Hilton's website. All right, some new developments that are happening. We've been talking about Tillman Fertitta's plan to build a new resort on the Las Vegas Strip, and he is not wasting any time getting started on that. The travel lodge that's on part of the property that he purchased has been demolished. It is gone already. Considering a lot of times... These projects take months and years to see any sort of activity. The fact that he purchased the land just a couple months ago and has already torn down part of what's there mm-hmm. is that's that's fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Construction is expected to take about two years. There are some hotel renderings on this, and they do have some terraces a la Cosmopolitan, although not nearly the number of Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, It it looks like just the strip-facing side, which is one of the short sides of the hotel, Ah. uh, will have... So I'm guessing those are suites of some kind. Looks like those are going to have terraces. Uh, I don't know why they chose not to do it on more of the the property. Probably cost, but... Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of terrace space, that might be another option. There will be a lot more details. This property hasn't even been officially announced yet. Uh, So we'll see what what the future holds for it, but I'm looking forward to following the construction of a new strip resort. Always fun. (sighs) Speaking of following the construction of strip resort, let's talk about all net arena. It seems like it keeps coming up and we know it's never going to happen, but it's such a fascinating tale that I have to keep talking about Mm -hmm. it. It's a zombie project. Every time you think it's, it is, it keeps (sighs) coming back from the dead. It's fascinating. The latest is that Clark, the Clark County commissioners reviewed plans for the property. And last time we talked about it a few weeks ago, they had announced a, another new financing package that supposedly they had in place. Apparently doing that, uh, got them, bought them more, some more time. Mm-mm. Clark County commissioners had to vote on whether or not to extend their permits. And this time, at least there was, uh, more appropriate skepticism than we've seen in the past. 
three of the seven commissioners voted against extending the permit, but four of them voted for it. So they have got, they have received an extension. I'm not sure exactly how long they have and what the next benchmarks are, but for now, the project is still technically on life support. According to the report, I didn't watch the commission meeting, but according to the report in the review journal, uh, the commissioners who voted against it pointed out that every time these developers come before the commissioners, they have a different financing plan and none of them have worked out. Mm -hmm. And I found this especially interesting. An executive from Sahara right next door to the proposed all Mm -hmm. arena and resort land, he was there speaking out in opposition to the project. Um, this guy said, if we thought this project was real and it was going to come to fruition, we would be the biggest cheerleaders of it. We have some serious concerns about whether this is actually real this time. (laughs) So the the skepticism is building Mm -hmm. rightly. So given this has been going on for 10 years and we haven't seen anything significant happen other than just announcement after announcement. So that's the state of it. Now we shall see if, any sort of activity happens on that land other than like the, the person who was re, who was uh, representing the developers was like, we've cleaned up the land. We got rid of, I don't know, there was a billboard and some curbs or something. Mm. It's like, well, that's nothing. No, we want cranes. Yeah. I want a fucking crane and dozens and dozens of people working before even then it, yeah. If it gets started, it's going to stall. There's no way this thing's going to get built. It mm-hmm. just doesn't seem legit. So anyway, we'll see. I don't there, there's no need for this project. Mm-hmm. It's nonsensical. So there you go. That's the status. Uh that got me thinking, however, mm-hmm. when I was looking at that, I'm like, well, I got me thinking about some other things that have been announced in the general strip area that we haven't talked about in a while. So I did some checking on a couple things. There was a project we talked about briefly called Majestic that's just off of the Las Vegas Strip on Convention Center Boulevard, I believe, right across from the Convention Center. It used to be, it's been the Debbie Reynolds Hotel and then the Clarion. It's been a couple different things. Mm -hmm. And it was torn down a few years ago. And plans were announced for a a health-oriented, non-smoking, non-gaming resort, obviously focused on convention business because it's right across the street from the Convention Center. I checked to see if there was anything happening there. No. Hmm. No significant permits pulled. It was supposed to break ground in July and open in 2024. That's not going to happen because there's nothing happening there. So unless unless I'm missing something, but I, I searched high and low and could not find any indication of any permitting for construction there. So we'll see. They do have a, they do have a website up if you want to look at MajesticLasVegas.com. They have a video and plenty of renderings. So that always, you know, is supposed to signal that it's legit. Mm -hmm. Uh, In addition to that, there's a project called Dream Las Vegas that we talked about for quite a while, and that's been quiet for a while. Um, Recently, that's down by the airport right next to the new, the relatively new Pinball Hall of Fame. Okay. And that project is underway. They broke ground in July, and there is significant work happening on that land, and that is supposed to open in late 2024. So that one is... Is underway. That one seems legit. All right, so that's what's happening this week. Lots and lots and lots of stuff. Before we go, we have a whole bunch of karma donations to thank folks for from the last couple weeks. So we'll buzz through these. Some of these are uh, 
couple weeks old, so I apologize that we didn't get these in before your trips, but we do appreciate your support. Kevin and Kay with a Karma donation. They had a four-nighter in November to Las Vegas and unincorporated Paradise Township. I mm-hmm. hear that's nice this time of year. They went to Billy Idol, and awesome. uh, they appreciate our Vegas content. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kevin and Kay. We appreciate you. Brian had a quick two-nighter uh, just a couple days ago, and... Stayed at the D, first time not staying on the Strip, said thanks for your podcast. It really adds to the pre-trip excitement. Yay, thanks. Thank you very much. Tim said thank you for the podcast. Going next week, I think this is probably a past trip as well for the second final mm-hmm. time at Mirage. Uh, going to Golden Knights game, taking some newbies to Golden Tiki, looking forward to chasing Royals for a weekend. I hope you hit. I hope you found them. I hope you hit all the Royals. Thank you very much. Uh, Steve with a karma donation. It was $1 for each of the clowns making the trip a couple <laughs> weeks ago in, in downtown. Hope that you guys had a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. We got an anonymous. Was it $1 for each? <laughs> huh? Did you say $1 for each clown? He said one for each clown. I think that was part of his trip. So, uh. yeah, it was a, a, a group trip. Cool. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was confused. An anonymous karma donation for an upcoming trip. Thank you, person who's privacy i will respect by yes. not revealing your name uh karma donation from derek thank the you, clown derek. thing threw me off i think oh, okay <laughs> you know how i feel about clowns i know you love clowns <laughs> davis and Kami, they were in las vegas now and said thanks for the podcast hope that you had a wonderful trip flava dave said heading out this week for a last minute four night stay at cosmo hope that is slash was awesome Holly, back in the motherland after two years of chaos, she said, thank you for being you. Oh, I know she you. posted a couple pictures on yep. her Facebook group. I hope she had a wonderful time. I hope it was great. Joel with a karma donation, landing in Vegas on Black Friday for five nights at Par- uh, Excuse me, at Paris for a boys trip, lots of food, drink, and hopefully five hundred by midnight. Thank you for the show. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we appreciate your support. A few more. Jason. Uh. This is what happens when we take a week off. Mm-hmm. We get all backed up on karma donations. Jason said, um, I've enjoyed listening to the show for years. Met you both once at View Bar at the D. Here's just some good gambling karma for an upcoming trip both downtown and to your favorite retirement home slash casino, Samstown. Hope, I hear they have good video poker there. I hear that too. I hope you have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful time and good luck to you. Brandon, heading out today. For uh, to say what for uh, to give thanks to the gambling gods for my current win streak. Oh, I keep it going. It's always nice to have a win streak going. Oh, yeah, it is. The opposite isn't as fun. Said he also hopes to have some high level meetings to see what we can do about the fishing pond situation at Circa. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that we've got backers for that idea. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. Hope you have a wonderful time. Karen heading out to uh, for the mostly annual Thanksgiving trip. Love the podcast. Thank you for all the hard work that you do. To create a weekly show. You're welcome, and thank you, thank Karen. You. We appreciate you. And finally, Kevin for a solo trip because his friend Howie decided not to come at the last minute because of Howie's acute addiction to hookers and Pringles. Nice. Oh, wow. I hope he gets some treatment for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> and thank you for your support. Yes, thank you, everybody, for your yeah, donations. Thanks so much. It's very appreciate kind and thoughtful. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, nope. We're good. All right. 500bymidnight.com is the website. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, you can send them to 500 at gmail.com. And we do have a voicemail line. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get caught up on calls one of these days at 702-866-9494. We always love your reviews and observations. 
Thank you, as always, for listening. We do appreciate it. We will be back soon with another show. And until then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye.